Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down. Don't touch that. Stop it. Where's the line? Okay, we're rolling. Okay. Turning off my dumb phone. <gasps> You're shutting off your phone? I'm turning it off. I'm going to talk about this. Let's welcome everybody. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Steph. Welcome to Hands Off Parents. Welcome. Uh, yeah, we should talk about the phone thing. I just delivered you uh, a pink phone. <laughs> my daughter, uh, because we've ruined her, ha- has this pink plastic phone that she carries with her everywhere. Um, now and she always says where's my phone where's my phone and has to have it with her because she observes the behavior of her mother who outed herself last week um, about being a technology addict and so um, I went to therapy this week therapy therapy I like it and uh, and basically the lady was like hey do you want to maybe like tune into your daughter a little bit more like could you maybe just find like a two hour window every night where it's just about her and you can put down your phone and you can stop working for a second she said it like that i mean pretty much and i was like Fire. hey i pay you so much money to but tell you're right. me <laughs> what i want to hear but you're right so we have been trying to have like a window a phoneless window every night starting when we sit down to eat dinner to when she goes to bed that's Which pretty good because my kid stalls. Yeah, ends up being um, like a three-hour window. That's a challenge. I think that's a challenge. It is putting me face to face with some real problems yeah. that I have. I am I feeling like an arm has been cut off. It's probably. Hopefully, you will get used to it in a way, and it'll be like a nice relief at some point oh it's time to put the phone away it's probably like you know quitting smoking or something yeah, yeah. it's like this is horrible yeah. i can't exist in the world without smoking yeah i smoke all the time how am i gonna not eat a dinner and then smoke a cigarette how am it. i gonna not do anything and then smoke a cigarette yeah it's and then have it you get out of the habit so we had a conversation about it in my house because of our our topic last week and Rob was like, we have to be better. That's the key. And I was like, that is. That's the yeah. key. We have to be better. And I want to know, like, from listeners, if anybody had that conversation this week. I would love to hear that. I actually tagged my sister. Mm-hmm. And she saw that. just wrote, I don't want to read this. <laughs> and I, she probably didn't or nor listened. Which yeah. is not, I mean, nothing against her. She has a lot of stuff going on. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is um, bliss. Speaking of which, yeah, I mean, the, the, the world is falling apart. Yeah, everybody's going to die. We're talk about it. We're not going to. I'm just alluding to the fact that I know that the world is falling apart. Um, I and even, um, I Abby and I are both Jews, so everything. you might have to kiss us goodbye. Uh, but anyway, let's get on to our topic today, <laughs> which is so even more <laughs> uplifting. We need it uplifting. Somebody email us and say you guys should talk about what something uplifting there's nothing uplifting in parenthood school uniforms yes we just purchased a lot of school uniforms that's uplifting was it i don't to my bank account not to your bank account (laughs) but now you don't have to think about dressing her in the morning that is that's kind of a a good thing thing. yeah because i've told you now not only will levi only wear sweat shorts 
But now I only wear sweatpants. Right. This morning, it was... Every morning, it's a, 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 a normal... This kid, I'm like, why do you care what you look like? He's a tiny jock. He likes to pull his socks up really high. He so is. He, he's like a... He's a tiny little jock. But in like, but sweating profusely. Yeah. <laughs> sweating all the time. <laughs> well, it's 150, it's 150 degrees here. Degrees. So it's really not necessary to wear sweats. Uh, I, I don't you know. try to reason with him? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yesterday morning we had to get outside a meeting at, I had to be there by eight. So oh, we had to leave God. the house at seven fifteen. I counted to five 20 times. I'm going to count to five. They're like, okay. You so you j- counted to a hundred. I counted to a hundred. <laughs> just in small increments. Don't make me count to five. <laughs> okay. We won't. I'll just sit here and collect spoons. That's what Jack's new hobby is. <laughs> Collecting what kind of spoons? Just plastic ones from our kitchen, like our our baby kid kitchen. He just like. What does to, he do with them? It, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're gonna like have no more spoons, like burying them in the backyard. They're not. I mean, they're from his kitchen. I don't really care what he does with them, but I don't want him not brushing his teeth. Right. Instead, he's oh my god. Yeah. And the other thing that they've recently. Oh my! It doesn't even matter. They stayed up the other night till nine thirty, just like playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet another don't make me and then we took away bear oh god that was and then i gave bear back rob was like well it's your fault well now it's your fault it's all you're well, right. obviously it's your fault i mean because obviously done. it's all your fault it is all my fault let's speaking about uh let's speak about women today and how everything is their fault some more um we i read this article from Lenny Letter. Yes. Do you want? Do you read that? Do you read that bubble publication? I don't want to slam it because I want to tag it. So I'll say um, I haven't read it in a while. I get like some emails from them, and I usually delete them. Um, but I did read a really good article. I thought it was really well written. It's about this woman's journey through IVF, and um, she talked about how she you know, lived this great life and built this business and made all this money and traveled around the world and had love affairs and everything was going great. And then she realized she was 37. Right. And that, oh, you know what? Maybe I, maybe I want to have a kid. I think I want to have a kid. It's time. But then the guy she was with was an older guy and he was like, I don't want to have a kid. That's not in my plan. And so I love how she said like, it took two years to separate because like once you decide it, it takes, takes a while. while. Yeah, when you're with somebody for a long time. So then she was 39. And then at that point, she was like, okay, I'm going to do IVF. I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to do artificial insemination and, and I'm going to be a single mom. And then she met somebody that she loved. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, man, now I got to do this. And then they got married. And then she was 40. And, you know, then she turned into the I want a baby monster. Yeah. Which is the worst type of monster. It is. And everything became about that. And yeah. she really describes it in a way that's like very visceral. She like stopped doing everything she loved. She stopped drinking alcohol. She stopped drinking coffee. She stopped leaving the house. She stopped eating. She, all she did was to put needles into her belly and have this bruised up belly. And how she went to this doctor and she went to this doctor. And by the time she was 42, um, you know, it was like, okay, let's do IVF. And... Um, that it was just the the most painful, excruciating thing and emotionally, emotionally. And, um, and that, you know, it's like, all right, she said, she talks about having sex on a schedule and how awful it is and how everything just kind of falls apart during that time. And, um, 
And then she said at the end, like the doctor called and he said, nope, didn't work. And that was the end. That was the end of her story. And she had to just kind of accept. She said, it'd be great if I could say, and then well, she does say that she ended up talking to her husband and he said, I don't, I don't care if we have kids fine. If we don't fine, I want yeah. you. That's why I married you. And I, you know, I want you to stop treating yourself like a lab rat yeah. and for you to be happy. And she said, it would be so great if I told you that like, once I stopped tracking my periods, I suddenly magically got right. pregnant. She's like, that's not how this ends. I didn't get pregnant. I had to readjust my expectation of mm-hmm. how this was going to go. Mm-hmm. And, um, I thought it was just a really powerful article yeah. and I feel like it's so related to, to what we talk about all the time about things not going your way and not, and not having the picture end right. up how you planned it. Right. Right. Um, we talked, we literally talk about this, I think every episode. <laughs> I think we. Ju- I think that's basically the sum of parenthood. It's not going to be what you think. No, but and we've talked about infertility before, but and with with a few different guests too. Mm-hmm. I think, but each of the guests that we've had on have had success stories, yeah. and myself included. Right, that's I've right. told my story, and, and they've been successful. So it's interesting to read this from a different perspective. Of you know. It's, you're not always successful actually it's yeah and maybe in that failure you find a different form of success or a different well form of- and and there is an after I mean so her her story is that she stopped yeah. right <clears throat> I have a really dear friend right now a married couple both dear friends and they went through all of this mm-hmm. and it was a nightmare and it didn't work and now they have one embryo left and they are getting a surrogate and they had one surrogate. She quit on them. They had to find another one. I mean, it's been really hard. I that's, and, and you know, and then the other option is adoption. So, I mean, there's, yeah, there's a variety of ways that you can skin that cat. Yeah. And we, we haven't talked about it adoption all that much on this show because I think just because neither one of us are very familiar with it we're about to but yeah we are gonna have a guest hopefully next week Mm -hmm. we hope it all works out um because that is another avenue that I feel like people uh it takes a little while to warm up to that idea because you especially when you're trying when you're trying if you are perhaps um a couple that straight up knows you can't have kids, like it's never going to happen, or perhaps a gay couple who really wants to have kids. I mean, adoption, no uterus, yeah, is going to be your your go to. But as somebody who tried, we hit a point where we said, at what point do we start talking about adoption? We hadn't really gotten there yet. And you guys worked on this for like four or five years, yeah. For I would say four years. So what was the point where you were going to finally talk about it? I mean, what? I don't know. We didn't, I did not want to have IVF. I, I, so I said, if this doesn't work this last time of doing it, I mean, it was shots and IUI, they call it. Right. Um, then I was done trying. And then I was said, let's, we'll talk about adoption after that. And we got pretty lucky that it worked. You did one round of IUI? No, we did quite. We, well, we did, we did it. In a couple different ways, but we did one round with like the serious shots 
where you stick them in yourself. The other ways, like I'd taken a couple different types of pills, mm-hmm. but her, um, this article that, that you just talked about from Lenny, I mean that stuff, the, the emotion, cause the hormones mm. and I people don't really talk about that. People don't really talk about it. And you know what? I felt so bad for Rob during yeah. the whole process. And that is a whole nother aspect to it. When you're a father, you must feel so incredibly helpless. I would love for a dad to come on the show and talk about being in that relationship during that time. Yeah. I would love to, I would love it too. Um, cause I, I mean like they must just feel like a penis, but also like a really <laughs> like, helpless one. Right. Right. But you like, you can't solve this problem. Right. You're trying to, but you can't. And, and like, Oh, it's go time. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like Ugh. so the worst. <laughs> must be the I'm um, almost 90% through with this. I guess it's on Netflix. Friends from college. College friends. It's it's good and it's bad. Some episodes are really funny and some are not. It reminds me of my friends from high school, which I kind of like about it. Um, but this last episode is about them trying IVF. And I cried. I mean, it's a comedy. And, and the, I mean, it's a sad moment, too, because she, she does not. She is not successful. But just like all, like she shows her stomach and all the bruises and the shots. And, and then it's like slapstick. They lose the shots and all. And it's like, that would never happen. I kept being like, Rob, that would never happen. That's, a, that's not how it works. But, but it was really sad. It well, was just and- to relive that of just – and key uh, – or Peel. I mm-hmm. I'm a moron. Which one, one of is them. one of them is in it. And I like him. Mm-hmm. Um and he said something to his wife who's played by the actress who's in uh, uh your mother, something about your mother. <laughs> the one about your mother. I know what you did with your mother last summer. No. <laughs> Don't think that's no, a movie. Patrick Harris vehicle. <laughs> Don't even the, the show about your mother. Something about your mother. Yeah, everybody's you, mother. No, the show about your mother. It's called something something your mother. I, I like literally. I know who's on the tip. We are so dumb. We're morons. <laughs> with Neil Patrick Harris. I just know Neil Patrick Harris. I've never watched that show, but she's in this show now. Awesome. Please Google this right now, Stephanie. Anyway, <laughs> no. How I met your mother. How I met your mother. <laughs> Something about your mother last summer. Um, that took us like a whole three minutes to talk yes. about. Yes. <laughs> if anyone's still listening, <laughs> it's Keegan Peel. Keegan, whatever. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock in the morning, by the way, people. No one's had anything to drink. He says to her, I can't wait to hear the story. <laughs> I fucking remember what he said. But it made me cry. He said, I can't even repeat. I, I can't win. Like he was like, oh, I can't win. Wow. I'm not, I can't be sad enough for you mm. that you didn't have this baby. And I can't want this baby as much as you do. Like oh. I can't win. And it made me really sad. Cause it's such a, that must be such a male feeling. That makes me want to cry. Yeah. I'm starting to cry just now. And Ugh. I, I mean, Rob and I was, that was like a, that was the hardest time being, trying to get him to understand how I felt which is impossible. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. And I'm sure I could not understand how he felt, how helpless you must feel yeah. having to watch somebody just stick shot. And I was last night, I was like, and you never stuck the shots in me. And he's like, yes, I did. Shut up. Well, and the woman says she like, it was like curled up like a wounded animal with the shots. It's just such a, like an image yeah. 
of how it must feel. It's so uncomfortable. And then you've got these hormones and then the anticipation. And we've talked about this. I mean, every month your period, if you're trying to get pregnant, it's just yet another like disappoint. Every month is a disappointment. I have a friend who went through this as well. And she used to say she didn't, she would do a shot and a shot. Oh, that's nice. I guess. That's good. Yeah. But she adopted. Um, I'm like a little bit in this place right now. I'm yeah. starting to get in this place right now where like I'm going to be 37. We waited because our lives were mer- miserable. <laughs> we were like, chaotic. I don't know if we want to do this right now. No. Um, you know, and then we had miscarriage and, and the last couple of months we've been trying. And then when I get my period, I'm like, Oh God. So, so do you feel, um, as if your husband is as disappointed? Cause I felt like that was always the thing that I projected. I'm sure it was not real. You cannot possibly be as disappointed as I am. It's impossible. And I'm sure that's, I mean, that's crazy talk. Of course that's not. Um, he is like his role in our relationship is to be like, it's fine because I'm so crazy. Yeah. He's so he'll supportive. never tell me. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. Maybe he's disappointed, but I think he's also like, it's been two months. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's been, two the months. doctor won't even talk to us about it if it's, if it hasn't been six months. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not like calm down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but in our marriage, that's always been his role. Right. Like I remember when we did the newborn hearing screening and it failed and I started to have a panic attack. He was like, it's fine. There's like cochlear implants. It's not a big deal. Yeah. His always, it's not a big deal guy. Yeah. That's nice to have. Um, and one of us has to be that person, I think. So, but it is weird that like just the, the looming 37 is really fucking me up. Yeah. It's really making me feel like I'm, I'm on this clock like that I'm um and I never and and that it wasn't hard for me to get pregnant before so and now you hear these stories too about women who like 35 30 right or whatever the percentage is goes down and my doctor was like uh well you had that you got pregnant you know in March or April like it's not it's gonna be fine you're gonna it's we know that you can you know but then you hear about women who have like seven eight miscarriages in a row and yeah and then it's like any sort of human nature thing when you know you can't. We've talked about this yeah, with you. That's, that's exactly when you, you really want. want it. You know, yeah. we spent like two years being like, do we want another one? And then we talked about that whole Tina Fey article where she says you feel like something's missing. Yeah. And I feel like that now. I really feel like it doesn't help that my daughter. She wants one. Every day asks about her baby sister yeah. who she's named Maya Ooh. and she mm. puts toys. O- it's not going to fucking be her name. If somebody's name is Maya out there, that's a beautiful name. It's not going to be our name. We are naming him after a specific person. Yeah. That's what Jews do guys who are going to be maybe that's extinguished soon. So it won't matter <laughs> anyway. Yeah. She really wants a sibling yeah. and it's not even like, it's not even like something that's a joke. She really wants one. Yeah. Um, but we've talked about, foster care and adoption not i don't think very much on the show but between uh, yes our families families Mm -hmm. and i still feel that i would like to do that i don't know when i could financially or mentally do it the problem is if it was a foster child 
I don't want a child to be taken away. I want a permanent. Like, yeah. I, I have this. So I look at your kids because you've got two of them and they fight and they drive each other nuts, but they have each other. Yeah. And that is something that's really important. Yeah. Um, I, on an emotional level, I think for me, I've realized that that's really important because it's what I know and what I want. Yeah. And I wasn't sure about that before. And then also I, I see into the future when we go on vacations, Mike and I are going to want to just like hang out together. And if there's two kids, they can go like do what they want together. You kids go do your thing and we'll do our thing. Yeah. Like I like that idea. Yeah. Of the way that it, it's going to be. And some people don't. I mean, we, we had uh, Jennifer Blessington and she said straight up, don't want, want one kid. And right. many people do just want one kid. Yeah. And, and it took that's us, their vision. Yeah. And it took us a while to decide, well, actually, no, we do want to. It's yeah. not, and it's not just that Iris wants it. You want it. I want it. Mike wants it. Yeah. And, but we didn't know that though, until we got pregnant. Right. That's when we were like, oh, we this do want good. this. Yeah. And then yeah. it went away. Um, so, you know, like I'm. I'm peeing on the sticks, guys. I'm doing the pee on the sticks. Get the apps. I have the fucking app. And th- and then you hear like when you start doing that, then it's not going to happen because you know, it's like it's like this is what people say about dating. You know, if you're looking, you're not going to find someone. Well, yeah. fuck you. How am I supposed to find? You want me to just sit in my house by myself and somebody's going to come to me? Like yeah. you have to try. You have to try. I hate I, that. I hate about that dating, answer. I, never, I mean, it's like when you're yeah. When you're not looking, that's when you're going to find someone. Okay, well, fuck you. Yeah, you have to look a little. You have to be on OkCupid okay, a little. I mean, you have to be on there. Yeah. I don't think people do that anymore, though. Okay, I think Cupid? they do Tinder. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a Tinder thing for, like, children. So I can swipe, like, I don't like you anymore. I'm just going to swipe left and see if I get a new Can we do a Tinder thing for mom and dad friends? We've I, have we not talked about this? I was talking about this the other There's day. There's got to be a so Tinder friend, isn't there? Like a, you know what they should call it? Friendster. Oh, that's a really original idea that has never been used. No, where you just like you hook up with people that you are your like could be your friends or they used to be your friends. You know? Friendster. Friendster. You, you should trademark that. You could like post on a wall or something. That is wow. That is such a good idea. I just trademarked it. In my brain. <laughs> I've, it's done. And it is done. And I just stamped it, it in done. my brain. Yeah. Anyway. So, I don't know. I, I, I think you guys should read this Yeah, let's essay. post this article out. I think I, I, I enjoyed it because it had not, it didn't have the happy ending. I was expecting. Yeah. Like, most of these articles you read. And then we had our babies and it was great. It's and most life. of the people we've had on the show. And most people I I know have have... Or they've made something good out of the the sadness. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you got to do, right? That's basically what it is to be alive, right? Yeah, making goodness out of sadness. <laughs> making goodness out of sadness. Yeah. Uh, Let's end. So, what's happy? Iris starts school. Iris is starting big girls school. Awesome. On Monday. Um, on August twenty eighth. Okay. And she is so excited. So, so, so excited. She did um, cry in the car on the way to school this week because she said she's really going to miss her friends and her teachers. And I explained to her that friends are forever unless they're bitches. And then they're not. 
Um, but it, <laughs> I hope you said that. <laughs> friends Most forever. friends are forever. Um, and that you don't have to see them every day to be friends. That's true. Right? They can still be friends in your heart. And you will never see them again. And you'll too. never see them again. Well, nor you'll never see them news. again. And, and it's, but you know, and that's what you have to deal with Iris. Yeah. So just deal with it. Stop crying. Um, so th- then it was really funny because yesterday my mom came over and she was repeating that to my mom. She said, I'm really going to miss my friends, Aww. but they're always in your heart. And <laughs> she repeated it all. <laughs> She's so cute. She's so cute. Um, but yeah, we're excited about that. I took her there today. I had to drop off a form. So I took her. So, she, you know, every time I have an opportunity to take her, I do to ease that transition. Yeah. Yeah. And what's great about the school is I, I keep getting all this mail and they're having a meetup at the park today for new families and awesome. they're having an ice cream social and they're having a this and they're having a boohoo breakfast and they're, ha- they're having a camping trip. And it's like a very involved parent community, yeah, which is very unlike our current system where they just like basically kick you out of the door. Yeah. They're like, don't yeah. come in. We don't want to see you. Don't have anything to do with us. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited and I know Mike is really excited about having that kind of community that's when I, when Rob and I were in our mid thirties and we realized we had zero friends, we, we would constantly say, as soon as our kids get into school, that's when we're going to have friends. That'll be great. My we'll mom friends. always says that. She yeah. says she made her best friends when we started school. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you and I became friends. I know. That's I all know. you need. I don't want any other friends. <laughs> that's all you need. Um, yeah. What about you guys? How's it going? It's well, I mean, we're staying with our, our same daycare mm-hmm. yep. preschool, but they've said they're going to kind of change the curriculum and cause there's a lot of four year olds or going to be four year olds in the class. And one of the parents didn't sort of a informal who's staying on our Facebook page and it's like, Oh wow. The whole class is basically oh, you have a staying. Facebook page. Yeah. We have a, we have oh, that's a, good. Fr- a friends of or family of, and we went to a birthday party last weekend or two weekends ago. And a lot of their friends, parents from school, I was like, these are like nice people. They're all, yeah. like, everybody's very nice. And, right. Um, but you always were like, Oh, we should hang, we should do a play date. And then you just never do a play date. How I want to, I want somebody to write me a how to essay about arranging a play date because it is like I can do a lot of things but when I when I think about arranging a play date something happens in my mind and it short circuits and then I can't figure out like I'm supposed to pick up the phone or I'm supposed to what am I supposed to do email the only we and then you have somebody come to your house that's so weird right I have had one play date where we went to a stranger's house and we felt very weird and they were so nice it's just weird and they made scones yes it was they made lovely. them that well, i was like you made those wow ew um and they had fun the boys had fun and then other people are just like you and my friend jill and which is nice because they live down the street mm-hmm. we've had play dates with them a bunch but it's always like we're friends already it doesn't really matter that where it's not awkward i, I left I, I dropped iris with you this weekend that, that was, was really the f- so you abby was sidled with three children yes it was super fun um iris and levi took a bath together oh my god so i didn't know if you were gonna think that was creepy or not i didn't even i was so excited but i did not suggest it they both did 
they were like, we want to be in the bath together without yeah. our clothes on. And whatever fish you have in that bathtub yes. that light up, it's she will not grandma. shut up about. I don't know where grandma got those from. They're awesome. We gave her a bath last night. My mom and I gave her a bath. And she kept talking about these fish at Abby's house and they light up. Yeah. And she kept talking about it. And my mom was like, wait, are they tropical fish? Yeah. Maybe we should get her a fish. We went down this whole rabbit hole about getting a fish. Amazon. Cause no, I know she got them at Amazon because she sent them when Levi was homesick and it was like prime. Well, I need to know what they are because yeah. now they're she this weird little goldfish. But when you put them in water, they light up. Yeah, she was. She thought it yeah. was the coolest thing. But ever. they had so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be the rehearsal dinner picture. Then they ate sandwiches, and then they all wanted to watch Bambi. <laughs> and I, ca- I haven't watched it, and I kept being like, "Did they just was that another gunshot? When does the mom die? Like you know, they ki- the mom dies, right? Or the dad? Oh. Yeah, the mom dies, and the dad is like, "Run, Bambi, run." <laughs> So it's sad. It's really sad, but I kept looking over because Iris was like, I've seen this. I said, you've seen Bambi? And she said, yeah. No, she hasn't. And the boys started watching it, but they didn't finish watching it. And then Mike showed up to pick her up and then the gunshot went off. And I don't know if Mike like gave me a weird look or I was just projecting that he was giving me a weird look. You totally projected that. Why did you let my daughter watch this movie? And then you met him. Yeah. There like that is an insane assessment of that situation. Um, we watched an American tale with her Love that and movie. she was crying the entire time. Yeah. Every five minutes. But where is his family? It's so sad. Yeah. But they get, they get together in the end. I was just like, calm and down. Don, it's gonna, they're going to come always. together again. I love that movie. It is. So, and it, and it does hold up. Yeah. It does hold up. It's really good. Not the second one. Five will goes West. Well, I, I wouldn't watch that one. I loved an American tale when I was a kid. I remember seeing it in the theater. Little Jewish fifle yes. mouse. <laughs> There's no cats in America. <laughs> Just kidding. There are so many freaking cats in America. There's right a now. lot of cats in America. Yeah. And those cats are wielding shields. And they're really tiki mad. Torches. They're yes. really mad. And they really got a good deal on tiki torches. <laughs> All right. We're not going there. So this conversation was insane. <laughs> um but thanks for sticking with us thanks guys for sticking with us and send us some happy things to talk about. We want to hear some happy things to talk about. <laughs> I think everyone needs a little happiness right now. I, know. I think we need a little uplifting American yes. tale. Yeah. Okay. I'm Abby okay, guys. I'm Steph. See you next week. Bye. But, but, but there are no cats in America and the streets are paved with cheese. Oh, there are no cats in America. So set your You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at Hands Off Parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. Mail camp.